Hi, everybody. Lee here. And thank you for watching or listening to this week's episode of Leading with Lee. I'm super excited because I have a very good friend of mine. He is a social media director at Transformation Church and the founder of Harvard Media. My guy. Chris Harvey, how you doing, bro? Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm just excited to be here. <laughs> I'm look, excited yes, to yes. sit here and talk with you. Obviously, and I feel like it's, you know, we're in quarantine right now. Mm-hmm. We've been in quarantine, yeah. and I'm just excited to see a face, and especially your face, man. Well, I'm excited. Okay. Good, good, because, you know, I have a lot to ask you about. Come on. So um, let's first start talking about you. Um, yeah. You are a Tulsa native, born yes. and raised. Yes, sir. Um, you know, that's, I, I'm not a Tulsa native, but yeah. it's been very interesting to see how Tulsans have uh, been immersed in their history and been involved in what's happening in the city and yeah. how it shaped this community yes, in so many ways. Yes, sir. It's such a cool thing yeah. for me because it's like yeah. you guys are an interesting group of people, especially because you're from the Midwest. So how has your upbringing kind of shaped who you are? And so let's talk about that. Oh, man, um, completely everything shapes who I am and yeah. becoming um, from right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I grew right in North, grew up in North Tulsa. Um, and this is the space where, uh, go right to it, where, you know, Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. uh, it, where it was birthed and, and lived and thrived. And, uh, I don't know. I think for me growing up, um, I was in the community of my family yeah. and that was it. Like I was, I knew my family and I didn't really have a lot of outsiders or fam- out friends, whatever. Um, but I was big on family. Yeah. And I think a part of that is I learned the value of family. And now as I've gotten older and, and have gotten friends and working places and started a business, that same quote culture is like, right. you know what I'm saying? How I, I lead right. and how I function is family. Yeah. And uh, man, I, I, as I've been to learn the history of Tulsa and didn't even learn that as a kid or whatever. I which learned is, that. Which is a whole different <laughs> I think conversation. As a, as a younger, I don't even know when, I can't remember when I learned it, but it wasn't like as a, as a, as a young a kid. Um, but when I learned the history, I, I I think I attached my life uh, and my calling to it. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I, I realized, and I even in two, two weeks ago, I was at one of the protests, and I realized that a vast majority of how I'm supposed to represent, which is our vision and what, yeah. how we do what we do, it's outside of the church, and yeah. specifically these environments. Right. And uh, right. when I say uh, my upbringing has, has shaped who I am now, Oh, it's everything. Yeah. Um, from the conversation I was hearing from my grandma to my parents and about North Tulsa and our city as a whole and, and my grandmother. My grandmother uh, started a church, uh, uh, especially at the time when women were, one, not leading or doing anything, <laughs> but started a church right in North Tulsa. Wow. And was a trailblazer uh, right here in Tulsa. Wow. And I, I really have always felt like when she passed, I felt like a torch was passed to me. Yeah. Uh, to carry on the legacy and the heritage and fa- of our family, and, uh, and and that's where I am today. And so, yeah. wow, wow! I mean, legacy is such a powerful thing. Yeah, yeah. And we start realizing that our families have such an impact on the places that we can go and places that we can't be. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was interesting that you brought up um, even early on. We hadn't even got <laughs> there yet, but just brought up how it has influenced you in your work. Mm-hmm. So, so. Chris, in the short, I've known you, what, two years, maybe yeah, two or three so. years, yeah. um, you are such a creative, <laughs> a great creative. Like, I, I have seen some of your work, and it's been very interesting to me to see how you have pulled from, it seems like, at least from my perspective, it seems like you pull from your life experiences yeah. and express it through your work. So how how has that been expressing your creativity? Yeah, man. Um, 
what the biggest thing I've learned in my life, it changed the trajectory of my life when I learned this. Um, creativity at its core is not art. Yeah. It's, yes. It's problem solving. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is so good. Changed everything in my yes. life. Because when yes. I came on staff as the creative, uh, my creative social media director, I struggled. Because I feel like I had to wow. do everything. I feel like I had to create every. Mm, I feel like wow. I had to create every graphic, every video, yeah. and that's the lesson God uh, showed me. Like you, you've been, stri- you've been striving to do everything and striving to do. Yep. Like the creativity in its essence is how can I find a solution yeah. to a problem? Yeah. I, and, and once I learned yeah. that, that has to go alongside everything I do. So when I'm uh, creating stuff for protests, creating stuff for the church, for my company, I'm thinking right. in the lens of. Does this find a wow. solution to a problem? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's oh my god, that's so good. Like that's encouraging because I think that a running thread, even when I have conversations with people, is kind of that we yeah. we, we we're finding that when people talk cr- about creativity, yeah, it's starting to broaden people's perspective about just the subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And challenging people to think about it in a different perspective. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. That is simply problem solving. Like. I think a lot of people, if they would recognize that, they would do more things mm. in their lives and even wow. in the companies that they wow. work for. Wow. Um, and that, that's that's so powerful. I so, think it's it's kind of like a cap. Like, yeah. like it, it, there's so much in this water bottle, mm-hmm. but until I like, I'm so forced, focused on the, the, just the water itself, until I release this cap and realize I can, I can pour, I can pour, I do a lot of things yeah. with this bottle, but I'm so focused on this bottle as a whole yeah. and how can I function yes. and what up. But God is trying to see, I think in us as a humans, like, are you people that find a solution? So funny thing, Jesus himself was a solution to a problem. Yes. <laughs> and so yes. like, if he himself was, yes. that's, that should be our life. Yes. And I, you know, yeah, you, you, you tap into this <laughs> message. Because when he said that, I was like, sir. But, you know, I think it's interesting because you... Our conversation today was definitely going to be about the intersectionality for you with you being a creative yeah. and how you have figured out how to thread in this, this social piece. Mm, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I think the moment has brought us into conversations about social action Most definitely. and social uh, justice and that conversation. And it's become a conversation that's not just in. The quote unquote world, but yeah. the church world has yeah. had this conversation. Even though, you know, this is not necessarily a Christian right. vlog or podcast, yeah. but I do recognize that like generationally we're having this conversation. Mm, yeah. So let, let's talk about that a little bit yeah. because from your perspective, how do you think leaders or just creatives or just people in general are responding to this particular moment? Because mm-hmm. it seems like since 2014, mm-hmm. when we had with Michael Brown and Walter Scott. There has been like this awakening yeah, in a yeah, sense, yeah, right. Um, kind of, kind of speak to that. I, I think people are realizing the context of their voice. Yeah, yeah. And I think a yeah. lot of people have sheltered yeah. their voice because it looked like they didn't. They expected their voice to look like somebody else's. Yeah, they yeah. expected it to yeah. be look like Martin Luther yeah, King yeah, to yeah. be like on a yeah. platform to like speak. Yeah. And I had a dream, and that's not everybody's platform. That's right. not everybody's right. influence. That's not everybody's voice. But when you find the essence of your voice, it's most powerful than the next wow. person. And I think a lot of creators are finding th- that thing out and realize, oh, my voice isn't creating this graphic. 
yeah. or creating this video that yeah. co- that culminates in all the activities and, mm-hmm. and fe- like everything's going mm-hmm. on and making like allowing people to be self-aware of the situation wow. that's going on right now. Yeah, that is your voice. That is your platform. That is your influence. I think a lot of people are awakening yes. to their voice. Yeah, that's so good. Like, I was even. It's funny because we're, as we talk about this, I was thinking about from even from a historical standpoint. Yeah. yeah. That if we look at a lot of movements, mm-hmm. they were captured by creatives. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> like, if we didn't have cameramen yeah. and photographers yeah. and uh, writers mm-hmm. and artists like painters and stuff like. That, Singers, yeah, a lot of these issues, not not just with African Americans in America, but just in general, we would not know what's yeah. going on yeah. if they, we didn't have people that had a platform yeah. to influence in a way. So, as it regards to that, like, let's talk about influence a little bit. Yeah. Um, how do you look at responsibility for leaders, especially creatives, mm-hmm. to use their influence? Because mm-hmm. I think there's a there, that's an interesting space to yeah. be in. Yeah. yeah. Man, I think one I had a conversation with a guy at a barbershop, and he, we were talking about voting and using your voice mm-hmm. and things like that. And uh, he's like, "Man, th- that's all for you, man. That, I'm looking at you. You got you got the right, inst- right. followers on Instagram. You got whatever it is." And you do he, have the followers. <laughs> I don't at all. <laughs> I don't. That five thousand is not followers. <laughs> well, it's more than I got right now. So you know, we good. You're good. You are winning. <laughs> no, no. Um, but he he was saying, uh, speaking in essence of influence. He's like, right. you have influence. I don't. I asked him, you have those three nephews, right? Mm-hmm. That's your influence. Wow. And I think when it comes to creatives or leaders in general. You, people have to realize that level of influence that they have been given. Yes, yes. And if you don't yes. maximize, like there's there's Sally, there's Bill, or there's uh, Javante who follow you on Instagram, yep. who is in your math class, yep. who works with you at Cool yep. Trip, and that is your influence. Yep. Yep. And where, yep. as you're speaking or the 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 video that you create to help sh- yep. uh, inform people what's yep. going on, that yep. is using your platform. And I think when I'm talking to creatives and people. Uh, I was talking with one of our biographers and I, he was kind of debating on how he could express his feelings. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, he was like, I don't know if make, me making a video is what I'm supposed to do. And, uh, with him making a video, like a selfie, like talking. Right. And I reminded him of his voice, of his, of his genius. Yeah. Is editing, making videos. And he made a video that is speechless. And more people have viewed that video than any number of videos that he's made because he understood the value of his voice. Yeah. He understood the value of his influence. That's good. Come hand in hand. That's good. I, Tim, you know, if we could teach people that, <laughs> I think we will, we will eliminate a lot of problems. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. With, with people trying to compete. Yep. For, for, Com- compete you know. or just stay on the bench. That's real. That's real. <laughs> Chris, that's so real. You, you, you know, it's funny because uh, you, you, you're, you're kind of tapping into something that, like, I plan to do a whole teaching about, <laughs> low key. Um, this idea, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just, just pregame it right here. Yeah. Um, this idea of quantity over quality. Yeah. Is that you know, um, we we know the story in the Bible where it talks about, um, you know, the 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 guy who owned the land gave. Three of them different talents. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point was to multiply. Yeah. At the end of the story, it was about multiplication. Right. It didn't matter that this guy had five and this one had two and this had one. Yeah. It was a, simply about multiplication 
And when we don't produce, right. it's a disservice to what we're supposed to be doing. Right, right. So exactly. I, Chris, you know. Yeah. You, sir, don't, I, don't, don't sneak a preach. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I, I think, I just think of like in the basketball game. We got some guys outside playing basketball. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's people who are uh, focused on just comparing and, and to the other player yeah. on your team. Other player mm-hmm. on your team, but, you know, but you also have people on the bench, mm-hmm. and I don't think people on the bench can actually give any. Like for instance, if I'm on the bench, you out there on the court and you work your butt off, and I'm like, bro, we leave. You, you, you ain't, you're not giving your all, right, right. and I, I have played no zero minutes because yep. I'm trash. <laughs> I played zero minutes in this game. I don't believe oh, I have man. the space to uh, tell you how you're doing what you're doing because right. I don't understand what the, the, the defense that's out there. I don't right. understand the strategies that you're trying to go up against. And I think as people, we all need to, whatever uh, space that we're in, whatever amount of practice we've been into, yeah. we all need to get in the game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's so good. That's so good because it might be that you might be the Robert Ori. Of a situation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the 2003, you know what I'm saying? You uh, Western, Con- yeah. Western Conference Finals. He made the shot of the century. You just need one shot. You can walk off right. like you just. Yes. <laughs> the crazy part, even about that, the funny part is, wait, was that 2002 he did that? And then he did it with the Spurs. Right. I was like, what in the world? This is all he does. I'm like, this man, that's the reason why they call him Big Shot Bob. Right. Big facts. But here's the thing. If he was content. With what his value was in the game, he was he was. He yep. said, I'm going to be in the game. I'm, I'm give, on, Chris. I'm going to give what I know I give into this piece. I'm not going to sit on the court because I'm not playing minutes like Kobe or Shaq. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give the value mm-hmm. my voice and you don't know. I'm going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to stop right there because no, 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 no. You have the floor. So I, I think Teach, that's just sir. that's just everybody. We we have to be intentional with what we have. Wow. with where we are. That's yes. <laughs> That's good. Um, so, um, you know, like like we were talking about capturing huge moments yeah. um, and and um, being engaged in what's happening right now. Give me your thoughts about, you know, how ca- can creators be uh, intentional? Because, I, you know, I think that a lot of people want to give sound and voice to what's happening mm-hmm. in our culture and society. And it may not just necessarily be. This one particular issue. Yeah, yeah. It may be something else that they're not talking about, like homelessness mm-hmm. or, um, yeah. you know, other issues that are happening in our greater society. And they're trying to figure out how do I give voice to this issue? For sure. Like, kind of talk about how people can really yeah, do I, that well. I, I think the biggest thing, this is really for me when I'm thinking about this outside of the creative element. I think anybody in where we're at right now is a world you have some type of feeling or opinion, whatever side you're on. And you right now you may be willing to fight for it or post yeah. about it, whatever it yeah. is. The thing that differentiates the people who are posting now and the people who really are like, uh, use their platform and their voice is conviction. Like, the, like right, right now you have like the unction, like I see it's bad. Nobody should be sitting on the knee, whatever, like whatever it yeah, is, whatever it is, whatever it is, and not even just in this scenario. Um, and the difference from from there to really using utilizing your voice consistently yeah. and maximizing your influence yeah. is conviction. I, I have a passion for this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's not just momentarily of like yeah. oh, I'm just creating out of because I like I have a passion to see yeah. a to z, like whatever it is. Yeah. 
And I think anything that people are, not even just in this world right now, what's going on, but if you're chasing after your dream job or whatever it is, do you have a passion for it? Yeah. Do you have a passion for what you do? You have a passion to raise those kids. Do you have a passion to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, real. do you have a passion? That's right. Um, that's what you need. That's the missing link. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so good, Chris. I, it made me just literally think about in this present moment how people are almost more focused on profiting off of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not doing the work of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, 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 you know, I, I, I'm always torn in this conversation because I know for me, I'm to some degree new to the conversation yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, has been aware of a lot of issues yeah. and very vocal in conversations. Yeah. But not necessarily using my platform to really engage for in sure. activism in a way. Yeah. You know, for I, sure. how, how, how do you balance that? Because I think. One thing a lot of people probably fear at this present moment mm-hmm. is the cost mm-hmm. of their activism, the cost of their advocacy. Yes, sir. So, so speak to that. Do, do you have uh, two hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, man. I, I think the funny thing, I, you know, I work for a church and I came before I started working at the church. I was more consistently mm-hmm. vocal on these matters. And working for a church, I had to become a little more mathematical, not yeah. not watered down, but mathematical and how in using wisdom, how to respond, strategic, how to yeah. strategic. And um, as two years have come by me, almost two years of me working on staff, I've, I've noticed I've become a little too mathematical and trying to find the balance of using wisdom like consistently. But using my voice, as Proverbs uh, says, speaking out for those. Right. Who, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And so for me. Um, I've had to understand, like I was saying at the beginning, that a big part of my calling and my purpose is to represent, show God yeah. differently, promote God differently, yeah. to give God differently in spaces like this. Yeah. Um, now it's been tough, uh, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, um, even last night I, I posted, uh, something on Facebook and I saw it this morning. I said, <laughs> I, I, look, I liked it and then I unliked it and then I said, I loved it. <laughs> And, but I've gotten some backlash from it. And I read the comment. Um, I know the person who said what they said. And I was like, <laughs> I got, I, I haven't cool. had a chance to respond. And like, you, know, cool. I, you know what I'm saying? Don't worry about then, it. You know, and I've gotten they some, 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 um, some, some, uh, feedback from even people close to me, family members and who don't see how I, I, I see different things. And that was, that's tough. Like when you have family oh, yeah. members oh, or people close yeah. to you, that's like, oh yeah, not on the same page and don't see. Yeah. And, I've had to come with the conclusion of obviously never. Um, here's the thing I was telling our big group last night. Obviously, I, I'm black, and I'm going to strategically like fight for those and fight for for my people. Um, but I have to also look through the lens of in my responses and how I communicate. Do I look like Jesus? And that that is that is that, yeah that is tough for me. Oh, it's tough for me. I've struggled. For most of the month of May. Yeah. Like I really was in a space where mentally I just didn't know yeah. how to communicate. Wow. And to a point I didn't communicate. I was just kind of quiet. And I had to figure out how do I use my voice effectively, consistently, using wisdom with love. Yeah. There's a lot of pieces to the and, puzzle. And, <laughs> like, and, that, and you need the Holy Spirit to do that. 
And here's one thing I I was thinking about as you were talking. Yeah. I was reminded of something I watched a few weeks ago. Um, I keep telling people to watch this. Yeah. Uh, it's something that Doctor Anita Phillips did. She mm. actually she had a conversation with Christine Kane, and she yeah. was talking about um, the psychology of what's happening to Black people in America yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. And how we are trying to process so much, and then. We got that other issue where it's like, but my faith is teaching me. My God. Yeah. And it's like, and it's one thing she brought up that I thought was very profound. She said that a lot of people have to understand this. And, and a lot of times when we teach the gospel in a way, we we present it from a cultural perspective and not a gospel perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one thing she was getting at was all of us have cultures. We come from different cultures. Yeah. yeah. We, we just simply do. Yeah. I mean, even breaking it down into just family. You and I are both black. We come from different family cultures. Right. right. How our families communicate. Right. Is yep. very different. Yep. Yep. Yes, sir. Like I had a friend of mine come with me home, and, um, you know, he's never been to Mississippi, and and yeah. and he came with me, and he met my family, mm-hmm. and then he actually said to me, he was like, "Oh, I understand now now why you do certain things." Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I see how you, how you interact with your family. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You want yep. to say something? I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, think, I think this is the important piece of what you just said is the, the ingredient to racial reconciliation. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand different people's perspective. <laughs> yes. Because they yes. have never came into the house of yes. somebody else's that don't yes. like them. Like, yes. like, not, not just, yes. like, like, I do, like a lot of, like, I, I have some friends, even I went to yes. Colorado with some of my close friends and they're white. And, um, we had conversations of like, I don't, I don't, I've never seen this point. Can you help me understand yeah. why is this? What, but if you don't have somebody in your life who don't come from the same culture, same background, doesn't right. look like you, I don't think you have the space to sympathize and understand. Right. Where people, and that's why I think a lot of people in our world, um, are far right. left and far right because they don't have anybody in the middle to give them uh, uh, handles. But you, you know, know what I'm this may sound savage to yeah, some degree, yeah. but I feel as if that is very true, and yeah. I totally agree with yeah, you. Yeah. One of the problems I think we're also having to mm-hmm. that point is that we are way too comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we are way too comfortable yeah. with how things are so therefore what we're doing in these conversations we never get out of ourselves mm-hmm. like we 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 have never truly had yeah. a authentic conversation with mm-hmm. somebody about what is it like to be this yeah that's real and that's yeah. in, that's, that's in right. any context yep. what is it like to grow up in suburbia what is mm-hmm. it like to be white what is it like to be hispanic what is it like to yep. be gay yep. what is it like like we never mm-hmm. have have asked those questions mm-hmm. and came in with a level of humility. Yeah. Yep. And it's so interesting to me to see the type of pushback that I've even seen in the social media space. There would be some people I just literally did not respond to because I'm like, Brother, I don't know if I emotionally can give the, any right. of response to right. that. Like, and, yeah. it, and the worst part is, like you said, it's it's some of our folks saying yeah. stuff. Yeah. Our family, people yeah. we love saying mm-hmm. crazy stuff, and you're like. Yeah, I don't understand how yeah. that. I don't, I don't know where you got this logic from, but 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 you know it's it's a it's such an interesting thing. I, Chris, you are 
you about to go somewhere. No, man. I, I, and that's, I just encourage people. Like, the, the, do you have people in your life who don't look like you? Yep. Yep. Do you have people in your life who don't come from the same background, same culture, yep. same family, same whatever it is? Uh, and not just for conversation pieces for this moment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But like, yes, 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 yes. Like Pastor Mike said all the time, when I see your kid's birthday party, is little Johnny with Bob's son, like, the, the, like right. I'm saying, is right. your little kid's birthday party right. all white? Is your little kid's birthday right. party all black? Like, yeah. How, are you cultivating a space? For racial reconciliation. And many of us aren't because they're comfortable. Yeah. Or actually go even further because Dr. Nett talked about mm-hmm. this. She said actually it needs to be racial uh, restoration. Mm-hmm. Be- because the one of the pro- one thing she brought up was she said, how can you reconcile something that was never reconciled? And we have issue. That's one of the. And I said, I agree her and Dr. 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 Bren- <laughs> Dr. Brenda McNeil actually talks about that, too. And and, you know, for somebody like me who cares deeply about bridges and relationships and I'm benefiting from a relationship with one of my best friends who's white, who I wouldn't be able to do leading if it wasn't for him Mm -hmm. and him in the last, literally in the last two or three years, just not coming into conversation saying like, you know, I've heard this. No, he literally was like, I've heard this. Yeah. Yeah. What about this? I don't know. Right. Before all this stuff happened. And now he's the funny part is he's pushing me, and I'm like, boy, chill, like, whoa, whoa, guy, like, nah. I'm like, I know yeah. you're learning, yeah. but 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 process, yeah. and then let's talk through it. For sure, and, and that's been a fun fun thing. And I, I you know, I, I do want to say this. I think, and you, I know you would totally agree. It's been a beautiful thing seeing. Yeah. At protests or seeing in these spaces where you got folks you never thought would come out there. Yeah. <laughs> you like, okay. Sally Sue? <laughs> Margaret? <laughs> I mean, they are out there. Margaret. <laughs> they are out there, like, yeah, 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 yeah. being in the process and yeah. being in the game. Yeah. yeah. And they're, yeah. you know, having conversations and, and, and doing yeah. the work. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, my next question for you is it's kind of trendy to be woke right now. Yes, sir. It's very trendy. Very trendy. Com- very. Companies are, are like I said earlier, they're profiting off of it. They're, yep. They're, yep. they're adjusting because they know uh, the nature of the moment. How do we push people beyond the hypeness yeah. of this moment yeah. and get them into a space where they start to lead in conversations in their own spaces? Most definitely. And this is something I, I've been thinking about uh, really over the past year. How do we carry momentum yeah. um, for yeah. moments like this? Yeah. Because um, the energy is high. Everybody's yeah. sharing. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. Um, um, but it's kind of like I was m- mentioning earlier is the, the difference of conviction and passion for yeah. it. Yeah. And we, we say we want to see racial reconciliation but or restoration. I would say now uh, we, everybody says that we post about it. Um, but in order to 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 see an end product of that, there has to be work in the middle. Yeah, Bible says yeah. faithful that works yeah. is dead. Yeah, like every, it's ugly work. It's, uh, it, it's ugly work. It's, it's having hard. conversations you don't want to have. Having conversations that are tough. A good yeah. friend of mine who's white had a fr- conversation with uh, uh, one of his uh, white friends, and it was they had a tough conversation. They didn't leave the conversation having all the same opinions and views, yeah. but they had progression. 
Um, they had they started the foundation to have conversations, and, that, and that's what I, I'm challenging everybody. Um, it takes work, and it's not a day's of work. <laughs> that's real. It's a career. That's that's real. It's a lifestyle. That, that's you know that's, what I'm saying. That's real. and and I think I'm challenging people to commit to a lifestyle. A yeah. resta- ra- racial restoration. Yeah. Not not yeah. Not a year. Yeah. Not yeah. like yeah. Like a lifestyle. Yeah. My life is committed. Yeah. I, I like I'm submitting. As for me and my house. As for yeah. me and my yeah. family. As for me yeah. and my job. Yeah. My, like yeah. We will live a lifestyle that pushes restoration. Yeah. That's that's so good. And I think um, you, you hit the nail right on the head with us understanding that like it's a life. Because yeah. because here's the the other reality yeah. that we both know yeah. is that and I had I had a white gentleman say this to me yeah. um, a few days I, it was it was the last week or two weeks ago he said he's like you got to realize it's like though I understand the moment he was like we'll never end racism yeah <laughs> until Jesus comes back we will always have to deal with the 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 ill of this issue. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that, to your point, like I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it, we, we're 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 gonna have to do a lifelong work, and also even change our own biases. We yeah. we ain't even gotten to stuff like talking about what's happening with the Hispanic community concerning things like yeah. immigration mm-hmm. and and or just immigrants in general, how they're not even and they're not even counting the numbers, but people are profiting off of their work. I go, I go whole, you so know, much. I can so have much. so much of a conversation about that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we have that part two, three, not four, <laughs> not five. No, no, I'm Maybe. Go ahead. You know, but, and, and I think um, th- there's a great, I, I will say this, there's a great appreciation mm-hmm. for the contributions that our, our people have made to this country in a lot of ways, how we have even been advocates for other groups of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, like... I was telling somebody this that like there's a really good friend of mine. Yeah. Like she when I mean she is an advocate for the LGBTQ yeah. community, she's an advocate for them. Yeah, yeah. This black woman. Yeah. I'm like, sis, I don't I don't know what that's yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't have context, I don't understand. Yeah, like yeah. I don't I don't have enough engagement. And mm-hmm. she's like out here pushing to ensure that they get equal rights and different things like that. Right. And but it goes back to your point. Yeah. She doesn't live that life, yeah. but she has gotten into enough conversations into that space where she can now be an advocate mm-hmm. for yep. folks who she's not even a part of. So, I, I, Chris, I think you are uh, you are in some waters that uh, I think we're going to have to continue. <laughs> I think we're going to continue to work in. We, so, Chris, we talked about this at a macro level, yeah. you know, at a national level. Let's talk about some things you've done in your own life. So yeah. one thing I know that you have done, um, you are part of a project. Was it a year or two ago with uh, rebuilding the uh, gym? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, how how have, like, you know, so I think for some people they're trying to figure out what are some small things that I did. Like, how did you even get involved in that, first of all? Let me ask you about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So actually my cousin uh, is uh, J.M. McKinney, uh, King okay. Spence. Everybody okay. knows right hand talks of King Spence. is probably the top videographer. Yeah. Everybody knows King Spence. King Spence. And every, he has a movement called Talks of Progression. And uh, every year he does stuff like to give back, to raise yeah. money for a community, especially within North Tulsa. And obviously it's my cousin and we've been working together. You know what I'm saying? And um, so we've been working together with Tulsa Progression for the past couple of years. Yeah. And um, 
every year we host a, a big all-star game. It's like Tulsa's best basketball players who's current old school. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, the Clyde Drexler's Coming in, it's like, but it's, it's always special. The community comes together. Yeah. People who grew up in this community, people, uh, uh, young kids, and, and everybody just gives back. Every year, one year we had, gave to a little girl named Aaliyah. Wow. Um, I think four years old had cancer. Wow. And, uh, wow. it's, it's complete donations. That's awesome. No, no charge. That's awesome. Everybody comes. And it, it, I think it's six years or so we've been doing wow. it. This past year, we had to, had to level up. And, um, um, the building, the gym is actually was going down. And, um, uh, we were raising money to try to keep the building up. And, um, I think it was $10,000 we were trying wow. to raise. I think we raised about six, seven, um, um, but spaces like this is just innate. It's in our genes of my family. This is what we do. Um, and I've always tried to look for spaces to give beyond me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and I, I talk to people all the time. Everybody wants to be a part of something, uh, bigger than themselves. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, but people are, are it's kind of like voting. It's kind of like the, the talk. Yeah. Everybody's reserved because they minimize what they can bring to yeah. the table. Like their five dollars, their five minutes yeah. they can spend with the child, whatever it is. Yeah. But everybody has a piece, and uh, I, I've I've chosen to like whatever piece of value that I have to become the hands and feet of Christ in, in spaces like this. Yeah. I gotta do it, and especially particularly in people in communities that people that look, look like me yeah. and don't have uh, what I've been blessed with or whatever it is the case may be. Yeah, I, I, I and I so admire you for it. Oh, I think I think it's an awesome thing that you have used the influence that you've had to kind of push people to have conversation about things, but not at such a big level. Yeah. Like, hey, in your back in your backyard, man. Bro, it starts small. Yeah. Yeah. That's why a lot of people don't vote yeah. because they only think about the presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> but they they don't know what the okay. rest of, on the rest of the ballot. Hello. <laughs> and you know what's funny okay, you want to go we can go there. <laughs> I have, I have, and Kyle knows this. I have so many opinions about us not understanding how serious yeah. it is that, like, we only are looking at the top of the ticket, but people are being able to slide through and get reelected, and they trash, and they've done nothing for your community in ten years, and they and and have been allowed. I mean, literally been allowed to get away with stuff. There you go. <laughs> yeah, like, like because they're so. The, the low voter turnout, you know, and, and it's funny because you know this as well as I know that like there's also initiatives that are on, that are on the ballot that we need people to vote up on. Yeah. Like yes, there's sir. some stuff that's going on in Oklahoma right now. Yes, sir. Yes, there's sir. stuff that's happening in Mississippi right now. I'm yeah, wonder, I over. wonder if, you know, if they're going to try to get on the ballot um, trying to change the flag again in Mississippi. Like right, the, yeah. these are these are issues yeah. that people are having conversations about. For sure, for sure. But if we don't engage in the process to change. Yeah. Exactly. And I think this is goes back to everything we talk about, man. I think people have to understand the value that they have. Yeah. And the the notion that my vote doesn't count is complete trash. <laughs> I'm saying something like, else in my head. Like it's completely. I'm, I'm trying to. Yeah, amen. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Woo, it's, it's my podcast. I'm looking about to say it. It's complete trash because literally, you don't know how many people say the same thing. Yes. Yes. And all you, those people yep. collectively could yep. change the trajectory of whatever we're voting for. Yes. 
Literally. And, and, and then this is why I challenge people, and especially with, you know, I work with students, high school yep. students. And uh, a lot of them, um, actually, a lot of them ha- have been in a mindset of not seeing the value of them voting or why they need to vote. Wow. And, and this is where we, I come in and say, your vote, your voice collectively change, changes the trajectory of your future. Yep. Collectively. Yeah. Change the trajectory of your future. And, uh, man, there's, there's so much into that that I've been just thinking and figuring out how do I articulate even my platform, my, yeah. my voice yeah. to help people, especially within our city, to understand the value of voting, understand the importance of voting. Yeah. Uh, I, one guy I love, uh, Killer Mike, he does stuff in the city. Um, in Atlanta, bro. In, you know what I'm saying? In Atlanta and, and just brings people together and helps them he represents and he don't even know yeah. uh, to, to understand the value of voting. And I'm trying to figure out what can we do. Something just like that here in Tulsa. That's no, keep, keep working <laughs> on it. I, I, you know, you know, you have my support. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah because yeah. It's, it's really about getting people to understand that value. And one of your heroes, Nipsey. Yep. What, what was very, and you know, it's funny because I didn't really learn a lot about Nipsey until he passed. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, I saw these charts of things that he was doing in Compton. Yeah. That I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What in sure. the, this brother was doing work? He yes, was sir. putting in big work. Big work. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I, I think I've I I come from a lot of the same mindset and, mm-hmm. and environment that Nipsey came up in. Even a lot of my family members from the same gang that wow. he's from. And so I resonated a lot with Nipsey from that. Um, that's kind of how I started to know who Nipsey was years ago through gang. And uh, I, I understood kind of when he made more of a transition for his life and understand the value of, yeah. of his work and what he brought to the table. What and this is the thing he understood. He could maximize his influence no matter what the trends, the, uh, as he transitioned and progressed, he still had the amount of influence that he had yes. in the same spaces, same people, right. and he could impact them and challenge his capacity. Right. Right. There's people, I, I watch different videos who have been in the same gang or young kids, whatever it is, and because they've encountered Nipsey, now they're, they're owning their own clothing store. Wow. Now they're owning different things. Now they're helping their next generation. Right. But because they encountered somebody that looked like them, came from the same encounter, uh, and gave them the, a platform to grow, to be educated, to wow. to go down a different route. And that, I think that's why I've resonated so much with Nipsey yeah. is I didn't have to change who I was yeah. to make a difference. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Oh, you know that's really good. Like he yeah. didn't have to change who he was. Yeah. Obviously, he had to change some of the things, his, how he m- yeah. maneuvered, but the core of who he was, how right. he thought, like he, he was still Nipsey Hustle yes. as he made a difference. And I think I attached... And obviously you can pick and plug some things. Yeah. I wouldn't, some things I wouldn't do. Like, this, you know what I'm saying? No, that's real. But just the essence Take of. Take the meat, spit out the balls. <laughs> you know that's what people say. Uh, but I understood, like, I could be Chris Harvey. Yeah. And still make an impact, you no, know, wherever, wherever I am. The Bible says, like, uh, your gift will make room for you yeah. and put you before great men. And, uh, I had to understand my gift was attached to the core of who God created me to be, yeah. not who I pretended to be. Yeah. And as yeah, I, you know good. what I'm saying? And so. Nipsey has always been my guy, but that's one of the main reasons why. So uh, let's stay right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Because it just made me think about something. Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, people like, because of people like Nipsey yeah, and yeah. other creatives, yeah. uh, in your opinion, how has, uh, not just for black creatives, but yeah. just creatives across the spectrum, yeah. how has that representation 
really, in your opinion, mm-hmm. influence a lot of people to step out and do stuff. Mm. Got you, got you, got you, got you. Man, I, I, I think that in itself, uh, understanding that Nipsey was in his own lane. Yeah. And didn't have to uh, step in somebody else's lane yeah. to make a difference, to make yeah. an impact, to maximize and challenge his capacity. I think people are 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 understanding more than ever before the value of their lane. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's my hope. Um, yeah. Cause I, you I, got one. Yeah. And I love your lane. <laughs> I'm not in it, but I love your lane, buddy. And, and you have your lane, right? And you are killing your lane. And I think that that's the, thank you. That's the I think I love. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> that's the thing I love about horses. Uh, yeah, you, you know yeah. when they're yeah, racing, that's good. they have their blinders on for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because if they had if one moment, yep, had a space that they can look at the other mm-hmm. pe- uh, horse in the other lane, they would get caught off yep. course and like, oh snap, what's what's mm-hmm. going on over lane four? What's mm-hmm. let me and uh, too many mm-hmm. uh, for too long. We we've our generations have been going over to yep. other people's lane and focus on how other, other people did it wow. instead of focusing on. Wow, my lane. I think people like Nipsey, uh, that influenced people like myself and yeah. people I think are understanding. Yeah. If I stay and focus on my lane, yeah. I can maximize myself, yeah. my calling, and my purpose far more yeah. further than I go in somebody else's lane. Yeah. That's why social media is a is a is a, is dangerous, a dangerous space, space. and it's been dangerous for me as a social media director. Wow. I, my job is on my phone. Wow. And it's been tough for me to to build uh, uh foundations structures for myself to be hold myself accountable wow. to not uh, allow my my mind to get carried in a way to mm-hmm. oh damn they they got the speaking opportunities like i wanted like it's covid how'd you get a speaking opportunity like wow. you know what I'm saying? Well, but, fall into that trap fall into the trap and i had to recenter myself and stay in my lane yeah i can maximize myself far further yeah and god can use me yeah far greater yeah if I stay in my <laughs> That's so good. Like, I think that's honestly, uh, pull the mind card, that's one thing I struggle with. Yeah, yeah. A lot, especially now with leading. It's like, there are people I know, man, who have, I'm talking about in short periods of time, have built like, and I'm talking about like, not years, months, have literally seen people go from having like, let's just say specifically Instagram, they have like 200, two or 300 followers. In a matter of months, they got a couple of th- like ten thousand people yeah. following them. Yep, having that type of influence. What did you do? <laughs> right, right. And, and I'm not talking about they went and bought a bunch of followers. Yeah, like yeah. they were able to, they said something. Yeah, people yeah. latched onto it, yeah. and then they started. Fo- and it was able to figure out that the how to coalesce or bring all those people into their space where they could influence them in such an impactful way. And I sometimes said to myself, like, man, I don't. I really don't understand mm. how to use that to my advantage sometimes. Mm. And I'm yeah. like, okay, how do I grow in this? And how am I going to be more productive in this? Yeah. Even with leading. Because I'm like, you know, I don't do this for just the heck of it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. Trying yeah. To really, I'm trying to really, really influence them and impact people in yeah. the area of leadership. But yes, also sir. get them to understand who they are. Yeah. And, and that's that's real. Because mm-hmm. you... you I need to get out of my business because I had a struggle. I, I I think about even uh, a woman having pregnancy. Yeah. Um, if if the baby decided in the middle of like it's being birthed and growing and months progressing, mm-hmm. 
I I don't want to do the rest of these months in the stomach. I want to go. I'm gonna go in the elephant stomach. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Come like, on, Chris. Like ah, this has been cool. Yeah. A little too warm in here. Yep. I'm gonna go like, and they'll forfeit the process yep. of the growth and development yep. they needed, the whatever they needed yep. to to be birthed yep. into the space that they yep. needed to to yep. step into. And too many of us have been like ah. Because <laughs> Brown, we wanted a post. <laughs> like, like this elephant looked bigger. Yeah, I I, I want to go into the ele- elephant stomach. Like, <laughs> dog, I don't be wanting to post. I don't, I don't. I'm like, I don't feel creative right now. I don't want to. Like, yeah. ten people like this post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you had a moment like seven people like this post, and the seven people that liked it was my family. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> right. Right. How do you like it twice? How do you like it twice, mom? You created burner accounts. I don't understand how that works. (laughs) But but that's so good, and I think I think that's so encouraging for people, Chris. I I I yeah. We we just need to allow ourselves to go through the process. Yeah. So um, I have two more questions for you. So yeah. yeah. uh, Since you know we've been talking about all these different things, I can probably only imagine what your song choice might be of what oh, you man. used to describe yourself. Oh, man. I I, I think I, this is a hard one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this is a huge hard one because I love music. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. could probably just throw you 10 songs. What, but one song that's like, like I have been like leaning in mm-hmm. hard and not even like the whole song, like just, just some of the, some of the words in the song. It is uh, uh, Bigger by Beyonce. Oh yeah, and I, I want to read. Uh, excuse my my cracked phone. I, I dropped it. Up. I don't I don't do cases around here. Uh, <laughs> well, what, what do you have? Eleven? Uh, no, it's ten. Oh, it's ten. Hell, uh, they glass too. So you, <laughs> so you already know you messed up. Exactly. It's like from the beginning, I just let it sit there when I dropped it. Um, there's one line in the song. It says, "Step into your essence and know that you're excellent. Rise." And th- these are like this is. This is the handles that I try to live my yeah. life on. And not that I'm better than anybody, not, but I know that God has given me something special into yeah. in this earth. And uh, when I think about my life and like my motivation is I wake up every single day. It's like you're part of something bigger. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like the like church, uh, 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 civil, right? Like all these, like your mm-hmm. life is a part of something bigger. Yeah. Like. And it's so much bigger than you yeah. that yeah. you can't do it by yourself. You're going to need me. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't know. I think there's so many songs I could say, but I feel like yeah. that's one of my one of my songs that fits me. Okay. That's 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 good. So as we end, yeah. um, just kind of share with people how they can connect with you. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's going on in your space. Yeah. Because you, you're doing the thing, nah, dog. Man, I mean, that's all you. You out here in the streets. I'm not leading not with Lee. That's leading with Lee. <laughs> no, nah, you, 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 you out here doing it big, dog. You know what I'm saying? You're really doing it. No, so, man. Just, just nah, sure, man. man. My, you, I, I, I'm, I'm grateful uh, to be able to in the space that God has allowed me to be yeah. in. Lead, leading at, at the Transformation Church. Uh, that's making a, a waves throughout the earth. Yeah, bro. Um, and be able to yeah, be a part of it from the beginning and, and see the God, uh, giving us the opportunity to influence yeah. to make a difference to impact every single day. Yeah. Uh, so I'm at Transformation Church, uh, on Instagram. You can follow me at, uh, Ctrill95, the C-T-R-I-L-L-95. Uh-huh. I used to be a rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, who knows? We, I'm making, 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 some type of group. Some type of, you know what I'm saying? I may change my Instagram handle. I don't know. If, I may not. 
But I launched uh, my own business. The cool thing about it, I launched it two years ago. Wow. And uh, it was just a social media management mm-hmm. company. It was just me. I was charging people $99 a month, uh, $199 a month to manage people's social media. Like I, it, it was for what I was bringing that was like not, not the best at all. Uh, and I had to re- You can put a price on where you believe is Here, your value. Here's the thing. I undervalued myself. Uh-oh. Woo! That's, I, I wasn't trying to go there. I was trying to let, go, let it go past and just say, <laughs> yes, say the credentials. Yes. And let it, <laughs> Come on! <laughs> I undervalued my gift. Yeah. And at the same time, the reason why I did it because I didn't fully know it yet. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have the full revelation, the revealed truth of what it was. So you're gonna be in my business right yes, sir. now? Yes, <laughs> sir. <Cool. laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean I, I this is what I was saying earlier, man. I, I think the biggest thing for me is when I realized creativity at its core is not art but problem solving. Yeah. I realized my niche was not so much just creating stuff, but building a team. Mm-hmm. That was my lane to find yeah. a solution yeah. to a problem. And uh, once I understood my value and what I could bring to the table, I just brought up my rates. And uh, and one of the first uh, meetings I had with a client, I was nervous. And I was about to charge them 1500 to do content creation a month. And I was I was nervous, bro. And this, <laughs> this is a really uh, 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 great space in Tulsa. Like People uh, know them from all over the world, really. And I haven't went to the meeting. I was like, hey, um, I would, I would, uh, <laughs> you get that, get that, the frog in your throat, yeah. Could, could you please, yeah. uh, just, <laughs> yeah. maybe, I know it's a lot, it's 1500, <laughs> that's it, like, that is it. She's like, that's it? I was like, yeah. She's like, let's do 2000. And at that moment, that was the moment wow. I understood my value. Wow. Game changer. Game changer. We're closing. You're like, <laughs> yeah, you were like, <laughs> game, game, game changer. And, and, and God has, has, has pushed this vision wow. of mine. We've, we got, uh, several clients. Wow. Uh, so many, like, I have about six, six staff people on the team. Like, wow. God has really pushed this thing. Wow. And, uh, it's called Harvey Media. I don't know if I said it or not. It's a yeah. company we started. Uh, <laughs> photography, videography, graphic design, web design, social media management, consulting, branding, all, whatever you wow. need, um, with the team. And you can find it at harveymedia.info, harveymedia.info. <laughs> and, uh, hit us up and we'd love to work with you. Chris, man, thank you, bro. No, oh, bro. Thank you for watching or listening to this week's episode of Leading with Lee. I hope that you were inspired, equipped, and empowered. If you haven't done it yet, subscribe today. And to get updates about all the things that I'm doing, connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Lee A. Scott II or Lee A. Scott II. I hope that you'll tune in for the next episode of Leading with Lee. Much love and let's get started.